more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Five minutes after five. Good morning to you. The forecast for today for Broken Bay, Port Hacking and Sydney Coastal Waters. Northwestly 10 to 15 knots reaching to 20 knots offshore during the morning and in the early afternoon. Seas 1 to 1.5 metres decreasing to 1 metre in the early evening. The swell will be from the south at 1 metre. For Sydney's uh, enclosed waters, Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay, you're looking at northwesterly 10 knots to seas 0.5 and hopefully a mostly sunny day. Don't forget in this hour of the program we're giving away a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show today. Conditions apply. You must have an email address. We're going to ask you a question at the end of the hour. My tip is... Make sure you're listening to PJ's segment. Then the first person through... Is that when he caught that Jewfish, is it? It it is in relation to that. It is in relation to that. So, the first person through on our Facebook page to the uh, message service with the correct answer... how do old blokes like me that don't have a Facebook page get on? But hang on. you got a Facebook page. High Tide. High Tide. Okay. Yeah. Just I run it. (laughs) Steve Bowler, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we going? We're we're going fishing at Tenterfield today, are we? We are certainly going fishing at Tenterfield today. Uh, We got the the, one of the the few days of the year that the uh, council actually lets the people access uh, their own waterway, and uh, you know, Ozfish have organised it. And there's uh, speaking to Harry yesterday. I think he's got something in the order of um, something like. 78, something like that, uh, so far registered. So I think there'll be a lot more than that do the walk-up this morning, even though he did want pre-registration, but uh, that's just Tenerfield for you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I suspect there'll, there'll be quite a few there this morning. Now. So uh, the girl and I are going to go up and, and uh, have a, a lash and see if we can't uh, get some of those beautiful big trout that they've got in there uh, out onto the bank for a photo and then pop them back. Uh, we're still obviously in uh, negotiations with the, the council, let's say, about uh, getting access to, to the waterway. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's not good, and I'll let have Harry uh, talk about that more when he comes on. But, uh, yeah, it's it's an exercise in frustration, and uh, I could see he's... Uh, his blood was boiling yesterday when uh, we were discussing it. It's just... Uh, yeah, and in other news, uh, Tenerfield fishing related, uh, I went to uh, poor old Trevor McFeeder's uh, funeral yesterday. He uh, died early July, so um, his funeral was yesterday in town, and um, you know a lot of uh, local anglers and family and so forth were, were there to see him off, and it was a beautiful service, and you know just a, a gorgeous sunny day to to see him off. You know, one of those days where you'd rather be fishing and. Uh, I'm sure uh, Trev felt the same. So, um, yeah, a bit, bit sad to see another uh, iconic Australian lure maker go, um, one that was inducted into the Lure Making Hall of Fame, I think, about 2014. Uh, so he'd been making lures. Uh, he started off making lures with Peter Newell and, and uh, then sort of branched out on his own. And, uh, you yeah, know, Trevor McFeeder's uh, lures are, are worth quite a bit of money nowadays and as I say I hate to think of the amount of money I've left up in trees or on snags <laughs> things like that would be yeah. I think you sent us down a couple 
there at one stage? Yeah, I think I sent you... Um, oh, were they Trevor McFeeders or were they somebody else? They might have been somebody else. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll have to put my thinking cap on. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, as I say, in, in the order of tens of thousands of dollars I've left hanging up in trees. And, yeah, it, it's sort of one of those things you look back on and go, oh, if I had have known. But I didn't, and that's okay. So... But this morning, yep, it's going to be uh, the girl and I will throw some uh, lures around first and then switch over to, to bait. Uh, it opens at 8 and goes till uh, 1 o'clock. So if you're in the Tenerfield area and vicinity, uh, you've got a child, why not uh, get them registered and bring them down and have a bit of a, a cheeky fish? Uh, it's uh, absolutely well worth doing because there's some beautiful fish to be caught and uh, other bits and pieces going on out there. So it's going to be a great day, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Now I've just got to go out and, you know, see if I can rouse some uh, worms out of the worm farm. Okay. No worries, Steve. Yeah. Thank you for that. We'll catch no up with you tomorrow. Worries. Indeed. Talk Have a great soon. day. Bye-bye. Bye. Stevie Bowler up at Tenterfield. Sounds like a nice day. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Mm, it's good. It's good to see that the council have uh, opened it up. Maybe only for a day. But. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how he's put it. The council have allowed us to use our own waterway. Mm. <laughs> we said a bit of swipe. Swipe. Yep, yep. <laughs> there you go. Cop that. Yeah. <laughs> a quick break and we're back with more. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. We've all heard it. Washing your dishes by hand saves water. It's a myth. That's why Whirlpool designs innovative kitchen appliances with the environment in mind. Featuring patented Sixth Sense technology, Whirlpool dishwashers save up to 50% on energy and can clean a family-sized load with just a fraction of the water you'd use in the sink. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au to find a stockist near you. Coming home. Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. 
Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP02527 ACT TP230451 SAT2327. T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes. Making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. 2SM. Sydney's Talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. It is 14 minutes after five here on High Tide. Time to find out if we can make some cash today. We need to buy a boat. We need to buy a Stacer. Mr. Riki, yes, and we, we need to be do. cashed and up you, for that. And don't forget the boat show is coming up to when? Call, uh, on when August the 3rd to, to the 6th, inclusive. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, not too far away will be the clue, one of the clues coming up to winning a fa- uh, oh. What is it? A, a double, double pass. A double, double pass passes, yeah. to adults. So listen dollars worth. very carefully to what PJ has to say today, but also listen to what John Karakasanis has to say. Carrots, good morning. Morning, Grant. Morning, Karen. Morning, Alan. Morning, John. How's it going? <laughs> oh, no, not very good, I'm afraid. I think I've woken up with some bloody dreaded flu. John, oh, no. John oh, you've been hang on, hang on. None of us had the flu for two or three years. It was only COVID. Now the flu's re-emerged. Oh, tell me about it. I told you not to go out to dinner with Blakey. You won't listen to me. Uh, no, I didn't go out with dinner to Blakey. I went. I took my grandson shopping yesterday at Burwood Plaza. I think I caught something. Something. I haven't stopped sneezing, and my my nose is like a running tap. With no, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I can relate to it. Nothing, nothing. Nothing like a couple of days in bed won't fix. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go straight to the tips. My best bet is in uh, race five or six. Ramwick, oh, Ramwick, Ramwick. Yeah, Ramwick. Ramwick racing on a good four today. Yeah, uh, race five. I think it's Tim Tinky. Yeah, tip number nine. Race five, number nine. Yeah, and in race six, Vienna Princess. Race six, number seven, number seven. Yep. And we'll go to the, we'll go to the last. Yeah. Passagiata. That'll be race ten, number eight. Race yeah. ten, number eight. Yeah, Omni Man beat her last start, but uh, yeah, she she 
she wasn't allowed to stride, you know, they tried to keep her back, but I think today you'll see a different horse. I think she'll turn the tables on on me, man. Nice. And, I, and at $3, I'm prepared to have a wager to find out. Hmm. So there's the three for today. Uh, good luck and good punting. And, well, the rabbits are going to win. We've already got the two points uh, this week. That's it, yes. Yep. Well, don't worry about that. I, I was going to say to you earlier, I said it to Alan yesterday, that the way Cody Walker went and uh, and Murray and and the hooker, Cook. You also Kalamatangi. Yep. You know, I, I, I just think that they went that well. And, and then when you put um, Latrell Mitchell there and bring back Campbell Graham, they're very, very hard to take it away from them. I was going to say, how good does South play on Wednesday night? <laughs> they yeah. did play well. <laughs> they won the comp. <laughs> well, you know, just goes to show I've been telling everybody Walker should have been the 5 eighth in the second game. You should have been in there in the first game. Yeah, as probably you're right. Like he's, yeah. uh, he's just got that X factor that he does things that not many number sixes can do. He just mesmerised the opposition. They didn't know where he was going or what he was going to do. Uh, but it wasn't just him. Keon, Keon had a fantastic game. Oh yeah, game. yeah. Cookie uh, played good and Cam Murray. Well, he's just an energizer battery. That bloke. Yeah. Never stop, but uh, yeah, it's it's amazing what uh, what what could have been if uh, you had started with those players from game one instead of leaving them on the bench yeah. until good. the damage was done. But uh, anyway, it's good to get one back on those banana benders. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? There was a lot of blow-up that the um, state of origin should be given, the actual trophy should be given, once it's decided not at the end of the I, three I, games. I agree with that. Oh, yeah, I agree, I yep. agree with that. Yeah. Yep. They, they should have held it up in front of their home crowd. That's right, crowd, yes. Not, not yep. ours. Yep. Yeah, I, no, don't I, anyone, I don't think anyone would have stayed behind for that, would they? No, I don't think so. I don't talk. No. No, there's there's a lot of things they got to they got to do, and uh, yeah, that's probably one of them. You win it, you get your trophy. Simple as that. Yeah. Wherever it may be. Yeah. No, I agree. With that. Next, next year or the year after, we might have a state of origin game in New Zealand. <laughs> well, yeah, you're probably right. To write up, aren't they? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they I want to know. take it to America and do I, one of them I, in America? I didn't think much of the entertainment before the game on Wednesday night. Uh, no, they should have had the under-19s New South That's Wales right, yes. Yeah. Well, what about the women's state of origin? I'd rather watch that than all the Oh, rubbish. no, no. Look, I fully agree with giving them a standalone game themselves. They deserve that. But have the kids coming through is a way to go. Mm, okay. Mate, if you're, if you're going to get 75,000, 80,000 in, in an acre... You may as well start the games early yeah. and get three three games until the main event. Yeah. You can have the under nineteens, you can have the women's and then have the men's. Yeah. That's that's a night out. I mean kids were on holidays anyway, so who cares? Yeah, it might be a bit long by the time you've run three games. I don't think the attention spans long enough for three games now with most people. Oh yeah, we oh, used to have three games back in the early yeah. days, back yeah, in the fifties yeah, and sixties. Under 21's under 20, reserve grade in the, uh, the main game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
exactly. But, but it was a slower pace of life and people had the time then. Oh, people didn't have the time. Yeah. Okay, uh, John. Uh, Thank right, you very guys, much. Yes, have, a, have a good weekend and uh, hope, hope there's some winners amongst them three. Yeah, Thank you, be. buddy. Thanks, Just John. recapping. Carrots tips for today. Royal Randwick, race five, number nine. Race six, number seven. Race ten, number eight. Am I correct? You are 110% correct. And if you're having a flutter in at Flemington today, the Flemington Cup's on today, and it's uh, been named after Dean Lester, who uh, unfortunately we lost earlier in the year. Anyone who worked with Dean or anyone who knew Dino would know that he was just the ultimate professional and a, a wonderful human being. So glad to see that the Flemington Cup has been named in his honour. Righto, we're going to very shortly give away a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. What you need to do is listen to our very next guest here on High Tide. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fella myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Polaris End of Financial Year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris, think outside. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for 100 years. Through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame, through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high-quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. When you face the world with Cetaphil, they do the skincare and you do you. Like Hayley Rasso, Australian and international football superstar. She's always travelling to different climates. From the UK to Australia, her skin is left dry and dull. She faces the world with Cetaphil's new Optimal Hydration Water Gel, packed with hyaluronic acid that keeps her skin hydrated for 72 hours or one really long-haul flight. Hayley gets her dermatologist-recommended Cetaphil for a great price every day at Chemist Warehouse. 
News, Sport, Talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Good morning. Let's find out what PJ's up to and where he's been. Morning, PJ. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Kieran. Good morning, listeners. How are we all? Very good. Good. I'm sorry. Happy Saturday to you all. Same to you. How's your week been? Oh, well, it's been a, um, a bit of a rollercoaster of a week. You probably, um, haven't, probably haven't been out fishing too much. I know that you've had some other activities on. Yeah, well, we had a funeral on Thursday. but um, I went scouting a few new locations in the river for blackfish, so... Um, did that on Friday. Well, did you uh, find any? Because be, everyone's been saying they've been scarce. Well, looks like we joined that club too. Oh, yeah, they were very scarce. Um, so uh, I, I, I did have a chat to Luke Austin during the week, and um, he said that there was a few around the oyster leases there in um, the Breckenridge Channel and 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 the lower lake. Um, but I just wanted to find different places, you know, like apart from the average places we've normally checked, you know, um, and that's part of the excitement of fishing is going exploring new places. So um, found a couple of places, but tide might may or may not have been the right stage for it. So, um, but yeah, did that. And um, earlier on in the week, well, I guess you could say I finished off the previous week with a bang and got myself a decent gear off the beach. Sorry, I'm still stunned. Hang on a sec. I'm just ringing somebody. Hello, Mr. Ripley. Yep, from Believe It or Not. Yep, PJ <laughs> failed to find fish. Okay, you'll contact him. No drama. Bye. Um, you're now, be getting a phone you, call soon. Were you targeting Jewfish? No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so your Jewfish is a bycatch. Yeah, on Sunday night, I said to Linda, I said, uh, uh, I, I grabbed a small pack of rum. Windy Banks IQF pillies out of the freezer because Paul and Teresa, when they come up, they bring bait up for me. So, um, and they pack it in small bags for you know outing size bags, the IQFs. So, yep. yeah, I just said I'll take the lighter rod down and just flick a few pillies around on gang hooks for um for for Taylor. And um, I thought this could this, this, this could be a good night. You know, it was very um, it, it wasn't cold. It was cool. But there wasn't a lot of swell, and that westerly wind had backed off, and um, the the sea didn't come charging in like we thought of. Um, anyway, um, I got a few fish pretty pretty early on, and um, then a, another guy came down. Uh, I hadn't seen him there before, and he wanted to fish for Taylor, but um, he had a, a, a set of gangs, but he had it all rigged up wrong. So I tied up a quick rig for him, and he was happy, and then. Straight away, next cast, I've done something I hadn't done for a long time. I got two Taylor hitting the one pilly. So I thought, oh, I've got myself a school Dewey because I've got two good Taylor and they're fighting against each other on the one set of gangs. So I, I, when I washed that up, I had a laugh and a giggle to myself. He, he was amazed. He'd never seen it. And um, so anyway, I, I bled them and put them in the bucket. And uh, he said, oh, I've never seen that before. I said, oh, well, it does happen. I said, it's been a few years. and then. Um, my rod started knocking off again, and I went, oh, this is good. And I struck the hooks, and then this thing charged out to sea, and I went, uh, another shark, you know, because we get a few sharks down there. And I went, why is it going out to sea? 
anyway, that's what sharks and rays do. Anyway, it, it stopped and turned and it ran on the inside of the outer bank. And I said, no, nah, this is a Jew. And it was banging its head. And I said, this is a real good fish. Anyway, um, he zigged and zagged north and south, north and south. And, you know, I'm running up the beach and down the beach following him. And um, by the time I got him in, yeah, this big lump of silver chrome slab slider Jew ended up on the beach. And, uh, yeah, for fishing for... Uh, Taylor, and I got him on my light gear, and he went 18 kilo. So he's a line class, better than line class. So, um, yeah, very, very happy with that. I can tell you. Yes, and did we cook it during the week as well? Jewfish, apparently. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we certainly did, and um, I think a few neighbours did too. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, but um, yeah, now I, I just um, I just um rolled him up in some seasoned flour and a, a, a bit of um, oil and a bit of butter, which reminds me, like, we put the oil in to stop the butter burning. Yeah. All right. But did you know if you use ghee, which is a clarified butter, it doesn't burn? Yes, yeah. So you can use ghee as well because I, I, I found that out second time I went to cook the Jew fish. Um, I just used ghee, and it was really, really nice, eh? Yeah. But, um, yeah. So that, that started the week, and then um, we've had a uh, we had a little brim sortie down the uh, down the bottom end of the southern channel of the river, and we got a few brim there during the week. Nothing much to write home about, you know, a couple of four and five hundred grammers, but they're, they're pretty thick in number, and uh, they're, they're good fish. Um, so that's been my fishing week. I know. Mark Taylor and Paul Chambers went out and they uh, they they fished uh, wide off um, off uh, Crowd uh, no, sorry not Crowdy off Diamond Head. Um, they absolutely slogged the trags. They got their bag limited trag each, but they got some really big pearlies, three and a half kilo and and uh, you know three point two, three point four. Um, one nice snapper about four kilo and a couple of platies. Um, really really good. Uh, Good catch of fish, and they had one of the fellas from the old bar uh, RSL sub branch that they took out for a run as well, and he he got the biggest pearly of the day in a few trag. Um, interesting to note that there's very little current, so they had to find a few grounds to do that. And um, Benny Pike, I was talking to Ben yesterday afternoon. He's um, done a couple of trap runs, and he's started off last week really well with the leather jackets and trapping them. Really well, he got. Uh, I think he got 300 kilos of leather jackets, and then um, this week the current's knocked off, and he's only had 30 kilos. So that that's interesting to note. So normally, uh, when the current runs uphill here, that's when he'll get his jackets out on the um, sand and 65 meters. But uh, yeah, pretty lean one this week. Um, there's been some nice long tail about. John Ford's got a nice long tail down there off Foster, um, spinning the headland there. And a few guys have been using drones off the beach, and they're dropping their, their lures 250 metres out um, with the drones when they see the school of the bluefin, and they use the camera on their drones to see where they are. Then they drop them down, and then they start winding, and they hook up. They get down the bluefin. But one of the problems is that because they've got so much line out, when they hook them, they got spilled on one occasion. 
So there's a be all and end all to all these stories, Al. Yes. You know, and that's one thing you've got to realise. You've got to have a lot of line there on your on your reel to be able to fight one of them speedsters because the first first run will take 175, 200 yards if you're not careful. Yeah, and if you've already got 200 or 250, you want to have a bloody big reel. Yeah, yeah. So there's just a lesson there for these people that want to get in on the new technologies that uh, there's always you've got to have a backup. Yes, that would be so frustrating for them too, I would imagine, just watching that line spill all the way out and then the line, the, the rod go light. Got to get jerked out of your hand at the end if you hurry, if you're not hanging on. Yeah. You get a fish like that, even even when he's sw- swimming around, towing 600 yards of, of braided line, it's enough to drown him after a while. Yes. And then that's, that's something that's got to then, um, you know, create further tangles elsewhere. I don't know what happened, but um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I don't know how long braid takes to break down in the water. Oh, it'd take a long while, I'd suggest, PJ. Yeah, I'd say so too, because it's bad enough with nylon takes forever, so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now the fishing's been uh, pretty good, and I, I just want to say cheerio to our old mate Lenny Vigers. I know he's in a bit of a bad way at the moment. He's uh, he had a fall there, and he's having his hip fixed. But yeah, um, yeah lovely old fella. He's in the Pern Hospital at the moment, so get well, Lenny. We're yeah, all away from all of us up here. Yes, yeah. Kelly's keeping us advised of what's going on, but uh, yeah. Been- well- between you, Kelly, and Steve, I'm I'm getting the the, the feed on what's happening on. So yeah, yeah. I didn't get to catch up with Steve and Tanya while they're up here, but uh, we'll make up for it soon. We'll come down there, and we'll probably see us all around the boat show anyway in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to it. Yes. Okay, Pete. Thank you for that. Well, that was uh, that's our Saturday. So have a great Saturday, and um, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning sometime. Okay. Thanks, Pete. Cheerio, guys. Every weekend, 2SM has Sydney talking. Join Pete Davis Saturday morning from 7. Do you think there may be some sort of leadership challenge to Scott Morrison before the next federal election? I I think it probably would be political suicide. Join Dave Cochran Sunday afternoons. Do you feel an interpretation can be made now from this state level, from the by-elections, to possibly a federal level? I will dread an Albanese ALP government. 2SM has Sydney talking. Trying to get to footy training on time. Leaving early to avoid peak hour traffic. Grabbing those last minute ingredients for tonight's dinner. Do it safely and with confidence on Maxxis tyres. Designed and built for delivering performance when you want it and safety when you need it. Maxxis tyres deliver great value without compromising on safety. Maxxis tyres. Find out more today at maxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxistires.com.au. When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray 0406 
Most of hot, hot water you've ever seen Rain comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Ream's been proudly manufacturing here in Australia for over 80 years. Install a Ream. Install a Ream. So ask your plumber for Ream, Australia's number one. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax. And what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF? Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Down the south coast when we do that, one of the people we catch up with is Greg Reed. Good morning. How are you on this weekend? Very good morning. How are you? Not too bad. It's been a it's been a pretty good week. At cold mornings it's been, but the days have been quite pleasant. Good for getting out and having a bit of fun with your fishing line. Yeah, it hasn't really been winter during the day. You're absolutely spot on there, Grant. Mornings are cold, um, but the days have just been glorious. Like we're having shorts and T-shirt in July on the south coast. So go figure. Take it while you can get it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah exactly. So exactly. how's the fishing been down there? It's been a bit slow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, if we start with the game fishing side of things, the, the bulk of the tuna from anecdotal reports seem to have moved somewhere between uh, Drum Canyons up to Sydney at the moment. But, you know, with tuna, who knows, mate? They're just scattered everywhere you find them. Um, we've had a couple of good days this week and, uh, crews from all reports um, have sort of struggled a little bit offshore here. Most of the bite seems to be off Sydney at the moment. Um, but um, speaking to the guys at McCallum's Tackle World on the highway there at South Nowra, they're the, probably the out of the four tackle stores in Nowra, they're the ones that are mostly in tune with the whole tuna and the drop, deep dropping side of things. So um, crews have been going okay out there on the blue eye and, and the jemmies down deep um, in between the tuna bite. Um, inshore, it's a bit, the water's definitely cooled off a bit, sort of around about that sort of 17 to 18 degree mark at the moment. So you kind of, you want a 4-3 wetsuit if you're in the water at the moment, put it that way. But this year... <laughs> Rudy, I wear a 4-3 wetsuit in the middle of summer. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I do. I am a wuss. I am a wuss. Oh, come on, mate. Come on. You're just going to have to eat more pasta and fat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue on. No, no, you're right. You're right, it's all good. No, it's look, it's beautiful in the water. The good thing about the wetsuit technology is you, you wear a 4-3 and a hood. The initial the initial rush is a bit cool, but once you get in, it's abs- absolutely beautiful. It's, yeah. it's really invigorating. It's lovely. Um, but the same sort of story on the beaches with the, the salmon, it just really seems this year that the bulk of the salmon 
um, haven't really, don't really appear to have swum much past Bateman's Bay. Certainly those big schools or those bigger fish. And we've, we've seen a lot of footage in the far south coast estuaries over the last month or so. So we're still getting salmon here, like, but most of them are in that sort of 45 to maybe 55 uh, centimetre size class. We we generally get a, a good run of bigger fish, sort of those 60 to 70 centimetre fish in winter. But um, we're not seeing them here. And, you know, in, in chatting with a lot of different tackle stores up and down the coast as well, um, which I tend to do on a regular basis, like they're, they're not even seeing them on the north coast. Lake Macquarie's also got a bit of a lack of um, salmon up there this year. And the, and the same... Same with, I was speaking with Jason actually up at Tackle World up there at uh, Mark's Point uh, yesterday. You know, like they've, they're seeing a bit of a decline in their luderic fishery. We're the same down here at the moment. The, the blackfish have been a bit quiet at the moment. They're not in their usual haunts, which was the same with last week's report. Um, not much seems to have shifted in that space. So if you can find them at the moment, um, good luck. Um, the lower reaches of the estuaries here are fishing okay for flathead and Trevally and Brim. Um, use your bigger soft baits on the flatties at the moment. I think with the cooler water, the fish's metabolism slows down, so they're more inclined to actually eat a bigger bait um, and go for a bigger meal and sit on it than a, as opposed to, um, you know, chasing down a smaller meal. So your bigger soft baits, your um, your paddle tails and the Pro Lua range, that would be the 150 mil XL shad um, and just sort of slow roll those around in the shallows at the moment. But um, water clarity is just amazing at the moment. Um, you, you know, like um, to jump in the water at the moment, it's, visibility offshore would be easy, 30, 40 metres for the divers. Um, so plenty of squid around at the moment. R- reports of the odd king sort of sniffing around the headlands, um, but uh, nothing overly dramatic in that space. But um, probably best trying the lower reaches of the estuaries at the moment if you're, you're land-based or you're on a boat. Um, Weather to, weather today is sort of, you know, we're looking around about sort of 10 to 15 knots. It'll probably fluctuate between northwest and north. Maybe the odd stronger gust out near the heads. So all in all, looking, looking at, looking at a good day. It'd be nice out underneath the cliffs today. Um, good day for a pretty low swell, but, um, the bottom end of the estuary is probably the best bet and, um, keep a good eye out for the big black speed dumps because there's still so many of them coming through. It's just ridiculous. I wanted to try and grab an update um, from you today also on how the trimarine's going, because I haven't asked you for a while. It goes about eight to ten knots pretty easily. Oh, I'm so <laughs> jealous. I'm so yeah. jealous. Pretty easy, yeah. So, yeah, just for the listeners, like, I, 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 you know, I've got a couple of kids. I've got a couple of islands in the basin out here now, and I grabbed a, a, a surf boat trimarine, because I, I do have a sailing background many years ago. In fact, many years ago, I stepped off the Bark Endeavour. It was on, um, where was it? Hinchinbrook Island. And I spent a few days with a few dudes just cruising around the islands in the 90s up there, and I've always wanted one. So when one came up recently, I couldn't not grab it. So, um, yeah, look, sailing pretty good. Um, we've had plenty of wind down here prior to this week anyway, so I'm, I'm not that keen at the moment to get it out in 30 knots, but uh, we'll, we'll build up to that, Grant. Oh, it'd be interesting to see what you could do in 30 knots. I won't be with you on that day, I might point out. Oh, don't worry, it's going to happen. I've just got to build up to it. So when we, do, when we do send it, hopefully it's, it's big enough and it's beamy enough so we're not going to catapult anyone out. Oh. Put it that way. It's not Blake, like a hut. Blake will go with you, I'm sure. Yeah, not a problem at all. <laughs> yeah, look, we've got so much good ground down here. You know, we've got islands in the basin. You know, you, you do have quite a few areas in Jervis Bay that you could probably still camp on that haven't been taken away by Navy or the Fun Police. Um, 
you know, the dream is relatively still alive, probably more so in the basin. And, um, you know, there's, there's plenty of good haunts around here. Um, just speaking of the basin, it has really cooled off. I, I personally probably won't touch it too much now till early September. Historically, that's what I tend to do. When it comes to August, I, I go fishing in August and I just go, what do I go fishing in the basin in August for? Um, cause it really just goes dormant, uh, except for the, the river component of it up through Sussex Inlet where, where Ludric and Flathead and Brim and Whiting are still pretty good, um, opportunities. Um, you, you still will get a few big tailor in the basin so long as it doesn't rain too much and we haven't had much rain. We could probably actually, actually do with another drop of that now, but it's 12 degrees in there at the moment and probably cooler in patches. So everything just sort of tends to slow down there in, in, uh, you know, for a few months at this time of year. But, um, yeah, we could probably do with a few more salmon on the beaches and, um, and and a few more luterick. And if you're looking for a bit of holiday fun, you just get down the Husky Wharf with a with a with a peeled prawn or a clone prawn and um, burly up with a bit of bread, and the kids will catch something down there. Hey, Reedy, you were talking about um, the fun police and the navy. Are you you're referring <laughs> to Are you referring to all of those areas in Jarvis Bay? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I was going to chat with you about this the other week. Remember, I wanted to chat to you about something. I was look. I'm looking at doing a tour up the coast, and I looked yeah. at Jarvis Bay, and I thought, well, where the bloody hell do you go? Looks like every area, particularly on the south side and the west side, are, are all are all no anchor zones because of there's. You know, yes. they say sunken. So your listeners should probably know by now. I do have a pretty thick sense of humour. So, but look, at the end of the day, there is a lot of competing pro let's call them competing priorities in Jervis Bay. So you're absolutely right about the anchoring stuff for Buddha National Park, which extends from Creswell out to Bowen Island. Um, yeah. you can't anchor in less than ten metres of water and that's designed purely to protect uh protect the Posidonia Australis, the seagrass beds, because there's a massive depletion which we've had historically since colonisation um for that for that habitat. And it can take up to three hundred years to regenerate, they estimate. Um, so there's mooring areas within within Butteree or you've got to anchor deeper than 10 metres because the seagrass basically doesn't grow from 10 metres down. Um, oh, so you got... can still get into Butteree, so you can still get yeah, protection yeah. from the south. Oh, okay, no, well, no, that's fair no, enough. Yeah, no problem at all. Like, and I, Actually, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with the fact that they ban jet skis in there either. Um, <laughs> I don't have a problem with that at all. Oh, it's a good thing. And it's just saving us actually anchoring over the top of this what is essentially critical habitat and yeah. destroying it. We should be looking after it. So Posidonia is the wide sort of what, you know, some people call stratweed as opposed to Zostera, which is the really skinny stuff. Zostera will recolonise, but um, um, the, the Posidonia won't. And the example of that is in the, in the 70, early 70s when they did seismic testing near Murray's Beach boat ramp, they created 10-metre 10, 10 diameter rings in the sea seagrass through seismic testing and those rings are still barren today so that's uh, that sort of forms the baseline of a lot of studies for um for that um for that species so then the northern side depending on whether the the uh, firing range is active or not which is generally not during the holidays that can be closed off at times um obviously then you've got sanctuary zones that you've got to sort of throw into the mix but look there are still areas that you can pull up in a boat and go and camp on the shore. But, you know, like for, for those of us who grew up pre-internet, um, you know, back when you could just rock up and go camping anywhere, you know, it's sort of we do look back on those that era with a bit of nostalgia, don't we? 
Yeah, and that makes so much more sense to me, and I appreciate yeah. taking the time to explain that. Yeah. Um, you know, there, so there are anchor points in there. It just yeah, on the map, it just looks very yeah, confusing. yeah. And there's really there's really good moorings in there, particularly at hole in the wall in Buderee. Um You've also got some smaller. I think there's six and eight ton moorings up at Bindajoin Beach on the northern side, um, and the, you've got courtesy moorings out the front of Huskisson. So th- there are actually moorings for boats, you know, for larger boats everywhere, but for Butterie particularly, you just don't anchor in less than 10 metres. That's perfect. I've changed my mind. I'll bring my 4-5 wet sit down and we'll go out with you in 30 minutes. 4-5, yeah, okay, you bring it, bring it, mate. No problems. No, hey, I'll just tell you around, it'll be good. Reedy, thanks very much for your time this morning. We'll look forward to catching up with you in the not-too-distant. Yeah, all the best. Have a great day. And you too, buddy. Greg Reed there on High Tide. Gentlemen, time to give away a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. Conditions apply. You have to have an email address to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. we don't have a winner yet. I haven't asked the question, question yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you're ahead too, mate. You oh, said dear. you're so far ahead, I just thought you'd have an answer already. <laughs> I'll get an answer for everything, because I think you've worked oh, that I out know. by I'm now. Worried about it. <laughs> First correct person to send us a message to our Facebook that can answer this question. PJ went fishing and he caught a dewy as bycatch. What fish species was he targeting? targeting. Okay, so PJ went fishing and caught a jewfish. What fish was he targeting to get that bycatch? Send it through as soon as you do. First person through on our Facebook with the correct answer that's got an email address. What's the correct name for the jewfish? It's not a jewfish. He wasn't targeting jewfish. He was targeting different species. So he caught the mulloway. Yes. But he wasn't targeting mulloway. No. What was he targeting? What was he targeting? Send it through. Let's find out how Double Island Charters has been going during the week. Greg's joining us online. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. How are you? We're not bad. We're not bad. Kieran's fired up, which is great. No, we're not. Yes, you are. Am I? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to give me a hard time down here, I tell you. Um, I'd be very worried, Greg. He's heading up in your direction very shortly. Oh, he might have to come for a visit. Oh, well, he, you'll be sorry. He's a, oh. <laughs> Do you realise what you're biting <laughs> off there? He's already dealt with Laurie McAnally. Yeah. No. <laughs> Did you no, meet Julie? It'll, it'll be good. Did you meet his wife, Julie? No, I haven't met his wife, actually. She um, she just lets him go fishing and he he does his thing and she does hers. Yeah. While they're on holidays, yeah. Oh, well. well, who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> well... He just shows up at the boat in the morning, yep, ready to go. That's because he because Julie's giving instructions. Yeah. Yep. Bring home dinner. That's it. And what species that they like to take home? What have they been catching? You were talking about the snapper were about to come on. Yeah. Well, they actually they actually did sort of right on cue before the closure this last week. We we had uh, consecutive bag outs most days, um, as well as plenty of pearlies and other reef fish. But now we've got a um, snapper closure, which runs July 15 to August 15. Um, so, yeah, they're off limits for a little while, but then we'll be back into them straight after the closure. Okay, so this is all about the spawning. Yes, well, as close as they can, I believe fisheries have sort of um, timed it to the what they think is the peak spawning 
times for the for the snapper. Uh-huh. Um, so it gives them a little break while they do their thing. And look, in all honesty, it's probably not a bad thing. It is is a little bit of a pain in the ass for charters because no matter what you do this time of year, you still catch a few snapper. So you've got to sort of really try and change your tactics and avoid them. But yeah, at the same time, it's um, it's a good little break for the fishery. So how would you go about that? Does that mean you change the type of bait or soft plastics um, that you're using? Change locations. You fish a little bit. Um, some areas, some areas, obviously, you sort of snapper grounds or snapper spots. So you sort of avoid those areas. Um, change your rigs a little bit. You you fish a little bit heavier, a bit more on the bottom for the reef fish. Yeah. Um, like you. Your tusk fish, your um, sweet lips, your red emperors, so on. You you want to fish a bit more hard on the bottom, so a bit heavier leads, a bit bigger, bigger um, baits and bigger hooks. Maganelli must have caught a few of those because I'm informed that he put some uh, fillets of those three varieties into my freezer. Oh, excellent, mm. excellent! They're all very tasty too. All those reef fish, so. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely favourites. Okay, now, you fishing outside or inside today? So, I'm actually, I'm sitting in my shed waiting for my little guy, Ollie, who's seven, to wake up and get himself mobile. <laughs> and we've got um, the Rainbow Beach have a have a fishing club, which is pretty strong. It's um, well over 100 members now. They have monthly outings, and we're waiting to go on the club. Um, it's a club comp days today, so I'm waiting to take him fishing inside, um, chasing flathead, brim whiting, and anything else which is silly enough to eat a bait. That's okay, cool. will you find the whiting in, in the deeper water at this time of the year? No, actually, we um, we fish extremely shallow for our whiting. Um you want to fish the very start of the run-up tide, and one of my ta- one of my favourite methods to chase them is you find the drains, so where all the water comes off the flat, yeah. little uh, runs. You anchor and fish into um, six to eight inches of water. That's about all you need for whiting. Six to eight inches. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So just up to your ankles. About, anything over ankle deep's plenty. Yeah. For whiting up here, and um, yeah, you definitely you follow the tide in towards the mangroves as it goes in. Most of our whiting go straight up with the tide and feed up in the mangroves, amongst the mud crabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they get right up inside the mangroves. Um, so on high tide, whiting fishing is actually really really hard here. Yeah. You struggle to catch a fish because all the all the fish are up inside the mangroves, so where you can't fish, where you can't cast a line. But as the tide drops and rises, you get that window where you can catch them along the flats. Okay, that's good. Okay, now if someone wants to book with Double Island Charters, uh, yeah, my number's zero four one seven zero seven three three one three, or my Facebook page um, Double Island Point Fishing Charters. Um, yeah, give us a yell and we'll hopefully hopefully be able to help you out and get you out on the water for a day. Well, okay. when Mr. McAnally recommends you, 
that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're pretty lucky here. We've got a couple of couple of good operators in Rainbow, and um, for the most part, we we rely on regular and repeat clientele. So that that in itself says something, I think. Thanks, Greg. Much appreciated for your time this morning. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Good luck, today, Greg. Greg from Double Island Charters. We have a winner. I'll tell you more about that on the other side of the news. We are pushed for time. We'll be back with more of High Tide, and we will be giving away another double pass after the news.